Welcome to a What a Night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network, talking about Tottenham Hotspur. Joining me as he does every week is my friend Jude Summerfield. How are you, mate? Hello, mate. I'm all good. Yeah. Um, All good. Yeah. Been a long day. Recording at the end of the day for once. I've got curry in my belly and I'm feeling a bit sleepy, but... um, but you know we'll, we'll we'll put the energy in here and then we'll sleep at our desk. That's true. We're doing a pod yeah. in a pod today. <laughs> we are doing a pod. It's pretty sick, I have it to is, say. It is. So yeah. our, our office is in Bond Street, but it's quite small. And one day we just walked in and there was loads of these kind of like Futurama, Doctor Who style <laughs> pods to do meetings in. And we've never actually done one in one of these before. It's actually getting quite hot now. It is getting I'm, I'm as soon worried. as I said it was really sick. I was like, oh, it's actually really humid in here as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was um, I sweat very easily anyway, so it's, it's, it's going to be easy. It's well hot. Um, it might be too hot. <laughs> might be too hot. Yeah. But uh, how are you doing, mate? You all good? Yeah, all good. Yeah, like you watching just... all the Nations League. I have. I was out there to watch uh, Portugal versus Spain last night. Wasn't a very good match. Wasn't the very... yeah. I didn't watch it. But no, you think you think with the star power on the show that. Either side might have done more than just Morata scoring a tap in the 89th minute, but whatever. Um, I didn't actually watch um, either of England's games live, which is funny because we'll talk about it in a sec, but it sounded like kind of a bit of a blessing. Maybe not like the last 20 or so minutes of uh, the 3 3 of Germany, but I'm, I was keen to avoid the kind of negativity around the England team. Yeah, it was probably, um, for, probably for the best. It was quite a turgid um, pair of pair of results and performances really did you watch them um i sort of half watched the the italy game which i um very much regret in hindsight because yeah. uh i mean that that was an embarrassment <laughs> <laughs> you fucking look through italy's team and see how uh just how short on quality it was and then um England couldn't find any way through them it was it was terrible yeah. and the germany one had its moments of chaos which was fun but as for good quality football I'm still not sure yeah but they always do it they they do it in the tournaments don't they so it's a bit tough to get too aggro yeah I've always kind of stood by I've largely stood by Southgate for much of his kind of tenure like not in a way where it's just like just kind of accepting where we are but I also do Mm. think that international football is really tough Mm. I think that obviously the, the way he got the role was just coming through the youth teams and then and Big Sam got the sack mm he was just kind of there but I think he has learnt a lot on the fly he's done a lot of um, kind of searching on how to kind of make himself I don't think he's going to be able to be an elite manager but this is someone who took England to their first World Cup semi-final in what was it 28, 28 years yeah, was it? yeah. yeah. Um, first Euros final mm-hmm. and was a penalty shootout away from being only the second ever England manager to win mm-hmm. a major tournament like, these are the kind of margins we're talking about I don't think that happens by accident I also think that it's really hard to get it right with the football. You have so little time with the players. You have so little time to kind of form these bonds. Um, I've been a bit more critical this year because I don't think you can ignore the drop in mm. form. But I think my positivity going into the World Cup is more based on the only two good teams really that are going into the World Cup in form are Brazil and Argentina. Mm-hmm. Every, all the European teams are kind of scrambling or they don't feel like they're quite yet there yet or they're in transition periods or stuff like that. Um, but at least England have the kind of now big tournament experience. Yeah, lots they of players have lots of big moments on big stages. Yeah, and they have like a camp that knows how to how to go deep and, and knows how to almost like get along for the mm. entirety of a tournament, which I think is like a, quite an underrated 
Are you really? I mean, I'm sure plenty of teams have gone gone out just because they can't get along. <laughs> <laughs> like you see, like France last time, they had Mbappe and Benzema like playing in the same position, and they both wanted the ball at the same time, and like it just didn't work. So at least they've got like it's not a great system, but at least people sort of know what they're doing. Even the old Eng- the golden generation of England teams admitted like just they didn't get along because they were too focused on their club yeah I mean, ties and stuff like that <laughs> I mean that the, the the level of toxic masculinity in those changing rooms <laughs> I'm, I'm sure was pretty horrendous <laughs> I, yeah I would not like to uh, to have been in those dressing rooms 15 years ago I reckon yeah. it would have been horrible yeah, it doesn't sound great <laughs> everyone just getting their chests <laughs> and their, their wangs out and yeah. all that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. seeing who's um, his biggest but anyway yeah so Spurs lads on international duty um, with England Kane three goals now behind Rooney I want to say I think that's about right yeah he did set his sights on breaking the record before before the World Cup but it hasn't really gone to plan this year it hasn't no because it looked like he might do it um what was the international? I think they played San Marino and maybe like Bulgaria. Yeah, we scored like nine goals like San Marino. Yeah, <laughs> people really didn't like yeah. that he had scored yeah. no goals. Yeah, and then yeah. ended up with like seven in one international break, um, which is what he seems to do that a lot, like just yeah. stat pad in the last few games and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he didn't really have a very good. I know you didn't um, watch the games. It was just the penalty he scored really in that second game. I saw against the Germany the the late pass we somehow gets over mm. to Saka and then. For some reason, he takes a touch away from goal. Yeah, there were and some. Then he keeps running, and it's it's too late. It's already on his weaker right foot. He's just not going to score against Stegen. Yeah, there were some much better better moments of build up play, um, and I th- Kane genuinely seems to link up with Bukayo Saka quite well. Mm. Like when they when they play in the Euros, they were they were doing bits, and um, it looked like a a good little partnership. They just don't um, doesn't seem to be clicking with Foden or Sterling at the moment, and like Foden doesn't really. I know he's a great player. Doesn't really seem to do too much for England. This is a this is a but, this is a safe yeah. zone. G. You can you can talk down for as much as you want without the need to feel like the you're fear being of the Northerners. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think it's it must be lovely to play with KDB and Bernardo Silva at club level. But then when you maybe need to do the star quality bits yourself, go and do it. I would simply you know? like to see more from someone who has clearly that much talent. Exactly. Exactly. How about some goals, assists, anything? No, you're going to try and beat your man. No, can you just fulfil your talent and let me enjoy watching it, please? Fulfil Foden. Fulfil. Wow. Okay. Right. Well, you can have. I'm very intelligent. You can have. You can make the um, fulfil Foden millions. That's fine. (laughs) Give me one percent. We'll see about that. Um, (laughs) Back in the England fold was Eric Dyer, Mm. who. I, I, I'm just going to assume because like I said I didn't get a chance to watch both of these matches at the time but I assume that because criticism was going elsewhere he was fine kinda kinda um, I mean the, yeah M- Maguire in the second game obviously horrendous mm. um, I think when the player rings came in we gave him about a 3 out of 10 I think Dyer was on 6 oh that's right then which, you know, 6 out of 10, isn't it? In a game where you can see three goals, that's, yeah, that's quite fine. Yeah, not too bad. There was one pretty hairy moment, I think, when, um, like, I think Germany had just scored the, the second, or the, no, it must have been the second, um, and Dyer just sort of slips in the penalty area, under well, not under no pressure, but just, like, no one's really around him, and it almost gives Germany yeah. a goal. He has one of those a game, really. He does. <laughs> yeah, he does. But um, for the most part, he was, he was quite solid, and he wasn't doing anything, like, there, there are there are there are worse performances being put in by current England centre backs than yeah. <laughs> Eric Dyer, um, and he actually brings quite a lot of leadership to that team as well. 
Yeah. Um, so you know, I mean, it's I mean, who you who you take for defence and for England in, in the in the winter is a little bit of a weird one. But um, I, I think he's fit. Yeah, especially if he's fit, because I I do think he's the best back three merchant yeah. that England has got. <laughs> to be. I think it was important for him to get in this squad because this feels like the last chance for Southgate to go see his guys. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, yeah, with, I mean, Ben White is probably not going to get in now because he didn't have a sniff in that squad. Right. I know this is, this is going to end up being an anti-Nelson podcast, but I'm actually quite surprised by that. I thought, no, I, 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 I thought, thought I think it's well. actually a lot of the characteristics that Southgate would actually like in a centre-back in a back Well, th- I mean, the, the annoying thing is maybe... I mean, he ha- he probably hasn't had the, the amount of exposure as maybe like Fikio Tomori in, in Milan, but he was probably part of a group that maybe should... You know, those fringe lads could have just been backed a little more to mm. like earn some responsibility in that mm. in that team, and it's just not really it's not really happened. So you still got like Tyrone Mings and Kaku. <laughs> <laughs> well, White went to the <laughs> Euros last time as well, didn't he? So it's weird. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, you did. Did feel like some of those selections were based with future tournaments, like like Bellingham. Like Bellingham, mm. I don't think he did much. I think he came off like twenty minutes in the quarterfinal or something. That like was that. pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit. I think it was Southgate just kind of saying, "Let's get him used to the group." Let's. I think he was still quite an unknown quality. Yeah, like, it wasn't until really last season that he fully broke onto the scene. Yeah, oh, good lord, I'm sweating, Sean. It's terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I mean, we we love guys called Jude, don't we? Because they're obviously stand-up fellas. Oh, yeah, um, your name's Jude. I forgot. It that. is. Yeah, you know, I I always wonder if people sing "Hey Jude" to him as well. Uh, probably do actually. They probably do. I can imagine that being a big thing in the Dortmund dressing room. He just gets a bit fed up with it. I can. Yeah, I can imagine that. You've got, oh, you got all that to look forward to when you go to Real Madrid, mate. <laughs> it will happen. Yeah. Twenty-five. I'm not past it just yet. Yeah. I haven't dropped so you, the duck. You dropped the duck. Yeah. There was a rubber duck in there. You've been playing it the whole time. <laughs> anyway, should we move on to some others in the international team? Let's talk about yes. let's talk about Richarlison because it was a great shame. It came out. Uh, they Brazil played Tunisia last night, one five one. Richarlison scored. He had a really really good game. Um, but after he during his celebrations, um, someone in the crowd threw a banana at him. It was just. It was a game as well where Brazil specifically kind of dedicated it to anti-racism kind of causes. They posted the banner pre-match with a message that was along the lines of uh, we wouldn't have these like World Cup stars on our shirts without our mm. black players. And it's really sad that that's kind of still going on. I know that um, the club are throwing a sport behind Richardson and I think there was a really good video of Rio Ferdinand earlier um, where he's talking about it. Um, so love and support to him. But yeah, fo- At least on the footballing side. Yeah, he's I mean, showing his worth still. Yeah, I mean that that stuff is obviously disgraceful, and um, I think it was being played in France, wasn't it? It I was. Think. It was a yeah. part of France, yeah. So yeah, it was over there in France, which um, which is you know it's, it's horrible to see, obviously. But um, I mean on the footballing side, he, he got how many goals did he get? I think he got he, he scored two in the other game. Well. So, yeah, yeah. so he's got three in his last two. Yeah, because I know, you, yeah, I definitely knew he scored one against Tunisia, but I wasn't sure about the one before. But that's him. That's him um, nailing down his spot for the World yeah. Cup as well, which is so so cool. I know he was he's sort of um, almost the de facto number nine in that squad, just because he seems to make everything else work, which mm. is maybe why Gabriel Jesus isn't in it. But I think he'll probably still get Gabriel Jesus. But um, he probably will. Probably won't I, I, yeah, have, you, have you seen the old tweet from the 2018 World Cup where Brazil fans were a bit fed up with him, and it was like <laughs> Gabriel Jesus in 2014 versus 2018 versus. 2022 no. and in 2014 he's washing like a car on the street and stuff because that's mm. right like, background mm. 2018 he's starting the World Cup 2022 he's back to washing the car again. nothing against the guy no, but, I mean, but, I, I, I maybe disagree 
I don't think that'll happen, but it is funny. So <laughs> we let it ride. <laughs> we let it ride. No, I mean, I didn't actually see the Brazil games. I just saw the news and they, they scored. But um, but yeah, quality. That it's, it's it's great that we have a Brazilian R9 in, in yeah. our team. Who's, who's the best in history. The best around. Yeah. The best around. And if he wins a World Cup, then you know. If he wins a World Cup, that will that will be as good as a trophy for Spurs. Because <laughs> <laughs> you imagine the kind of trophy discourse about like Kane if Richardson goes and wins the World Cup <laughs> as Brazil's starting striker, <laughs> and he comes back with the World Cup medal. I can imagine it, and I think it would be it will be spectacular. I'd almost be there for it. It's know? on the cards. It, it probably will. It probably will happen. Not- I mean, the other day I was seeing like tweets like. Uh, Harry, it was, it was like reactions of Harry Kane smiling because England had been relegated from the nation. Oh, yeah. So he can stat pad, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So well, actually, actually, when you put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's going to be breaking that uh, record in no time. But yeah, class for Richie. Love Richie. Love him. Good lad. Mm. I'm sure he'll be pushing for a place against Arsenal. Right? So get one over Gabriel mm. Jesus. Yeah. And, and, and the rest of the Brazilians who didn't make the squad. Be, if, even if he doesn't start him coming off the bench of the Emirates I'm sure will rile some people just mm. hope he doesn't get himself sent off or anything so yeah like yeah, of course um, moving on uh, Son Heung-min still in form two goals while away with South Korea I think one free kick banging another form, free no, kick yeah another free kick and it starts to beg the question yeah. you know does it does it really <laughs> a little bit yeah I mean um our good friend Ben Haynes was was talking a little bit earlier, and mm. um, just about Kane's free kick. That we sort of all had the same opinion that maybe it's a, it's time to go. <laughs> just a little bit. I, would, I, 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 I did. Say, bit. I did comment like, "What do you think is going through Kane's head when he's seeing Son? Like, he's like he's, he pulls up his phone and he got a video on Twitter and Son scoring free <laughs> kick for South Korea, another free kick for South Korea. Like, do you think that he's so kind of?" set in his own ways that he's thinking oh wow good for Sonny he, c- he can take free kicks too yeah I mean or is he, or is he like looking on a jersey I think it's the former yeah I think it's the former but also Eric Dyer is getting on free kicks every now and again yeah so, but at least he scored like a meaningful one he did that yeah. wasn't deflected <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true that's true I mean how, how meaningful in the end really wow. <laughs> that last 16 <laughs> crushing to Iceland but yeah I mean, he needs to get himself a free kicks, and Sonny needs to just start the certain. He should be just more assertive. One hundred percent. Harry, can you just piss off? Can you leave me alone? Could just go, go, go. The lad scores so many goals from distance anyway. Just like I mean, that game against Leicester, like the two, you can just see his his striking from distance. The first one so was like the, like the way to get up and down so that it's under the bar. That would yeah. be like a free kick as well. Yeah, it really was. Like the overspin was 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 cracking on it, and I, I just think it's time for for him to be given a go now yeah. and like if we're scoring goals from set pieces as well like Ben mentioned earlier then like just keep adding all those we are a set pieces team now which is quite yeah, fun yeah. it just it brings a whole level of excitement when you mate I mean going from like one end of the spectrum to the <laughs> other in like two three years it's a roller coaster. obviously you have to like enjoy it a little bit because before we, we were just absolutely pants at corners it was like oh swing it in See what happens. It's not being the first man. Okay, here we go. And now it's like, oh, <laughs> like, E equals MC squared and runs to the back of and all this. It's great. I feel like Pep and we do that team talk for the Carabao Cup. Oh, sit like down. <laughs> no, 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 no. The one where he's like jumping all over the place. He's like, yeah, kind of, yeah. like jumping, he's pointing behind his back, like, what no goes there? He's like, he's like, kind of like, it's almost like he's pulling like some imaginary rope or something. I'm looking at you now, I'm, really just, I'm just seeing Tony Adams doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that. Yeah. Sorry, he shouldn't. Who is Tony? 
Um, yeah, just get Sully on free kicks, man. Yeah, exactly. I've had enough. Um, we have had some other international ads on duty. Well, one of the, one of the notable ones I want to bring up was uh, our good friend uh, Jack Gallagher, a devout Irishman, was telling us all about um, Troy Parrott's miss for Ireland against Scotland the other day, which actually was quite horrendous, actually. It was quite bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the over half of the pitch to run through I swear <laughs> well, we talked about it last week you know, this is a man playing for a team who's scored four goals in ten games or whatever yeah three goals out there wasn't it but Just then they go, and they go and smash Armenia 3-2 don't they yeah, so yeah, they yeah. obviously can yeah. score yeah. when they fancy it I'm surprised Matt Doherty wasn't actually among the scorers that, yeah that, that, that was, was good he does love a goal and it was really good to see him actually starting games over mm. the break and so I think he's come back him. unscathed yeah because yeah this month coming up is like nightmare fuel. It's a bit spooky. Yeah. It's very spooky. Well, yeah, I will go to last one a minute, but the thought of going to Frankfurt away in midweek is a bit not an ideal fixture. That probably more ideal than anyone else going away to another top pop one team, but you know. I think they're, they're they're quite a hostile bunch. That they, they are, but they've been cr- crap this season. You just got they have been crap. Yeah, Wolves under the pressure. Yeah, that's the thing. Cause they've yeah they haven't picked that many points, but. Yeah, if you're going to Frankfurt, just be safe. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've heard some, some things and some, some stuff. Yeah, some stories. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> mm. Oh, a nice place, though. Oh, lovely place. Architecture, uh, cuisine, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> Should we move on to the North London derby? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, like, it's always just such an anxiety-filled game anyway, but it seems like it's ramped up this time around just because, you know, they're not... They're not sixth and ninth or whatever. Mm, you know, 15. they're actually. Yeah, it seems like there's two. There's good amount of quality on both sides for it to actually be a game with some amount of stakes. Yeah, and as we've talked about in the office today, quite rare that that happens. That both teams go in and mm. kind of near the top of their game. I think the example I gave were the duel at the lane at the end of last season. Mm. Um, before that, you probably look at the last game at Wembley, the one-one. When we were both fighting for top four, and Aubameyang missed the last-minute penalty, mm. including the kind of how laughably inside the area of the Tongan was. It was a little illegal, wasn't it? I, prefer, I like the image where it's kind of doctored to make it look easier. <laughs> <quite a bit laughs> that's, that's my favourite one. He's like of, sprinting in. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's really real. I like kind of stoking that fire. You know, it's really it really gets me. He does. He gets. He gets that. He does get a block on it in the he end. Does, he does. The it's not like it's taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 He got that one in nice and quick. In the fire, yeah. it's retaken. Aubameyang scores, and that's enough for Arsenal to finish well us. And they yeah. get, And they get top four, and we don't. And yeah, that's about not what happened. Sliding I doors. I don't deal in ifs, buts, and maybes. I deal in absolutes. Absolutes. He's the best player in the world. Yeah. In the world. Then even before that. <laughs> sorry, that was Ben Hain's walking past. Yeah, the sorry, point. just had to flip in the bird. That was as close as he's getting to getting back on this point. <laughs> <laughs> he's banned. Um, but yeah, this before, is your yard bef- now. <laughs> yeah, before that, you're probably looking at the jewels in 15 16 when we're both going for the title. That's kind of these gaps, these big gaps, and how. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know when have Arsenal or Spurs both been good at the same time? That, it just rarely happens nowadays. Yeah, that that fifteen sixteen game at the lane is. I think that's just still lives rent free in a lot of Spurs fans' heads. Well, I'm trying so to think about it. So that was the two two. Yeah, I know. I was yeah. there. Oh yeah, of course you. Were it's a shame. I fell down yeah. the kind of the row when the second one. They in. did go two one up, didn't they? And they were, they were a player up. Yeah. That just inexperience yeah. and not keeping the head. 
um, in a season like that where it was a two horse race we might have finished second in that two horse race it just didn't quite happen you done speaking? Mm. yeah you want to share that for a bit? yeah that's yeah, fine that's I think that's what I thought okay let's talk about some happier memories at the Emirates <laughs> which aren't very many I have three games on my <laughs> running order <laughs> we'll start with the first actual kind of positive result a 4-4 draw Harry Redknapp's second game in charge first move like proper proper in um we were getting smacked though. We, we were, were, getting getting smacked. We were like at least four two down. We're four two down, yeah. We yeah. had gone on one up through Bentley's Wonder Girl. Oh, of course. Yeah. Then quite a few quite a couple of like Quite quite a few Arsenal cards. <laughs> yeah, a few, a few of them. <laughs> scored just a few after that. Um Yeah, I can't really remember any of that. It wasn't a good Gomez good. game, I remember that. Like I don't yeah. think there were like explicit errors, but it was definitely like could you maybe a little bit better, mate? Yeah. I think there's some set pieces goals in there as well. I, that wouldn't surprise me. I can imagine him being a bag of nerves. But yeah, I remember the first, the second, no, uh, the first, the third, and the fourth goal for Spurs, but I don't remember. Darren Bent scored. Oh, now now yeah. of the Arsenal persuasion. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, he does talk, talk about that, doesn't he? Talk about we. Yeah. Which is quite fine. I don't really count him as Spurs, Spurs history, legend. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because he was part of the squad that won the League Cup. But, oh, yeah. but I just. I think Harry Redknapp summed up best when in that Portsmouth game where mm. he called him out and just said, my wife would have scored that header. <laughs> and I don't doubt it, but I was, going, I was going absolutely mental at my TV at home. Just like, how the hell have you missed? Yeah, that's You whopper. And <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, now now you say that, it must have been a tap-in, surely. It was, like a, it was like a header. It was just like, it was just so close range. It was like, and he missed the target. Ah, oh, I see. But it's just like, oh my God. Silly sausage. Yeah, but yeah, the four-four starts with well, when that comeback starts with Genius just kind of robbing. That was Clichy. a great goal. Yeah, really great. Just Clichy slips, Genius takes it, smashes it in. He loved the goal against Arsenal. To be mm. fair, as much as yeah, that was the other one he scored at the lane as well. And then like, two-two. Late, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-two. I remember that. Was, oh, was really late equaliser. Weird. I think I didn't watch it, but I think my understanding is we got battered a bit. But I remember <laughs> I was getting live updates when I was playing football, and people were trying to like kind of troll me into thinking that. Arsenal would like turn it around, which is actually what happened. But then, mm-hmm. the, but then they kind of bit them on the ass when they get the news come through. Genius has scored in '94, mm-hmm. and they're just like <laughs> inject it. Yeah, but yeah, scored another one here, and then obviously Modric nearly scored a wonder goal, absolute scream, which kind yeah. of gets kind of swept under the rug. But then, just obviously for a good reason, because Lennon's just there to tap it in and. Oh, it would have been so good to have been there for that one. That one and there weren't many, weren't, weren't many Spurs fans left there either. <laughs> like the, the, my vivid memory is just all the Spurs fans jumping over like, the empty seats. just because. Well, one fella gets onto the pitch really yeah. <laughs> 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 And he over. starts having a massive hug with Lennon. He's, yeah, he slips over and something like... I, I, my head's just thinking of that Mitrovic moment with the fan where he's like down there and the fan's all the way up there. <laughs> but it wasn't like that at all. Um, but yeah, that was sort of like the start of um, Spurs being like, "We're getting in amongst you now. Yeah. We're going to upset everything. Yeah. We're going to um, we're going to make things difficult and start just readdressing that balance a little mm. bit, which is lovely. Um, and uh, mate, to 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 steal a point off them at four two down. And that was a good Arsenal team. That was a title. It was a really good Arsenal team. team. Really. I mean, they must have had. I mean, I'm just sort of guessing on the year, but it must have been like Fabregas, mm. Nazri, Van Persie, Van Persie. Like those are very good players. Pretty, pretty good. Much better than Darren Bent. 
all these good <laughs> players. Yeah, and they still couldn't hold on to a 4 2 yeah. lead. With one minute to go. With one minute to go. Yeah, just let him shoot from outside the box. Yeah. Great that's idea, right. lads. That's right. Don't count unless <laughs> it's, like I said last week, you chip it over to the left back and it, it takes 25 passes <laughs> to go in. You know, don't count. Doesn't um, count. Exactly. <laughs> no. Okay, so moving on to our first with the Emirates a couple of seasons later. Uh, another comeback. Another Two comeback. Two more down. Yeah. I remember Ian Wright was really kind of, he was doing the punctry for Sky Sports and he was really happy at half time. <laughs> and then at full time he had like the, his hat over his face, he didn't want to, <laughs> didn't really want to face the world. Um, the peaky just, but just, then you get all the stories like of Redknapp's half time team talk where uh, I think Van der Bart said that he was just kind of shouting complete gibberish. <laughs> or at least it was gibberish to him because he didn't, <laughs> probably, probably didn't understand the cockney he was saying. I'm not a back and wheeler daily, you know? Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's just that what? for 15 minutes. What? But then apparently, apparently he just got, it just goes quiet and he just says one thing it's um, Lennon out to phone in and that was it. Tactical wow. genius. Wow, yeah. Arsene Wenger. <laughs> you can manage the whole club, but Harry's a wheeler and dealer. Thank you very much. That, I mean, he's always, he's always just said that, that was that was his thing. Really, he was just a he was just a man. Well, I almost said he was just a manager. He was well, more of a man manager well, than, yeah. than a tactician, and he got the best out of his play. And he could get big, like 30, 45 minute performances out of something. Yeah, it worked. I mean, it did work. the, the first goal starts with. Defoe winning a header against, I can't remember who the centre back was, but just the the concept of Jermaine Defoe winning a header. Yeah, that's tempting. Set up a goal is just a bit, yeah. feels very uh, like soft Arsenal, doesn't it? It's not good enough, I'd say, yeah, <laughs> from a centre back to be losing out to Defoe in the air. But that's Bale who gets on the end of it, yeah. right? And then he's just sort of scampers. Yeah, it was sort of. <laughs> Pete Gareth Bale era where he just does not want to use or think about his right foot. Mm. So just dribble, dribble, dribble. Like, how could you. Outside the boat, running like towards the byline to smack yeah. it that other is ridiculous. I know these are pro footballers, but um, it's just crazy. Yeah, that's such a good finish. And then I think it was the either. free kick. Yeah, free kick. Van der Vaart hits against the wall. Oh, for, yeah. some, for some reason, <laughs> um, I will always blame Fabregas for this because it's Shamak who gives away. But I'm convinced that when you look at the replay, Fabregas is holding Shamak's arm for him and yeah. just like yanks it up, mm. and it's just like. Why are you doing that? You yeah, don't need so to do strange. that. It's not even going in your face or anything. Yeah, but it seemed like he was almost like chasing the ball when, yeah, when the arm was going. Just trying to catch it. He's, <laughs> like trying to get, he's trying to get it. It's just like, but yeah. you're dumb. Yeah, yeah. Because in the rules of football, that is um, not illegal. Really. That's not legal. It's not illegal. Don't worry, penalties don't count, so it's fine. <laughs> Talk about non-penalty goals, yeah, okay? Exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, scores from the spot. Yeah, and then love the Arsenal. Yeah, two-two. And then I really thought that would be it. And then mm. all of a sudden we get this free kick. No danger whatsoever. It's so far away from the goal. Yeah. So on the halfway line, basically, Vale gets kind of yanked oh, back. Right. Float the ball in. Kabul just kind of gets a nick on it. And that's... And that, yeah, that's all they needed. That's Bob your uncle. Bob's your uncle, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, with those sort of... Um, with those curled balls in, like, sometimes it's just a flick because the direction is obviously yeah. going towards the back stick anyway. So it's just all a flick is all you need. There was that weird period where Wenger couldn't decide his goal and it was Fabianski in goal. Yeah, and kind of like, oh no, there it goes. I feel, I feel like they were always constantly swapping between like Fabianski, Chesney, and Manone. Amunia. <laughs> Adam um, Amunia. Sorry. Manone came a couple of years later, but he was even uh, worse. Okay. Yeah, he was. He was quite. He was quite shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was sort of when Eunice Kabul was. He had like a bit of a purple patch for Spurs, mm. and then he just got crocked. Maybe yeah. a couple of seasons later, and he missed the whole. Yeah, because he had the. He was right back in the City Champions League game. Yeah, and he got the assist from mm. Crouch basically. Then, by 11-12, he was in the France squad. Yeah. 
But then, yeah, he just got a couple of injuries and never really came back. Because, you know, yeah, before... Was part was, of, like, the, the Rebels against Poch and stuff like that. Yeah, which... <laughs> in hindsight, not amazing. Not great, no. great players. Apart from Kapu, has been quite accomplished. Yeah, but his... But, yeah. <laughs> but, his jokes just saying, yeah. like, oh, Adebayo wants him to go. Oh, Kapu yeah. wants him to go. <laughs> oh, Etienne Kapu St- says he needs to leave. Okay, great. Stambouli, you just got here. You're going to be a big part of our plans, Benjamin Stambouli. You won't be shipped off after a season. Somehow to PSG. <laughs> yeah. Proper football manager. I need a homegrown player vibes. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun game. That was um, 12 years ago now. I feel old. Yeah. We're, we're relatively young men, but that is a long time ago. That is a long time. Over half my life. Um, no, is it? No, it's not. Just over half my life, sorry. Yes. No, I got, I'm not good at maths right now. Yeah, so... Uh, okay, moving on to the third and final point <laughs> the result of the Emirates Stadium in our 15 or so years going there. We won 2-0 in the Carabao Cup. I think what made this really kind of special was it came a couple of weeks after we just got our asses handed to us there. Mm. But then but the Arsenal fans were doing laps of victory. And just, like, I think they moved a few points clear of us. But it, was, it seemed like quite definitive, like, oh, this is like the, the beginning of the Emery era. This is... Um, this is it that we're taking the the power about, of North London back. Like yeah. we're we're on top again, and then but it was quite obvious that okay, just this is this was one game. Like don't mm-hmm. you can you can think this, but whatever. And then um, a couple of weeks later, we were second in the league. Mm. Obviously, it got tied towards the end of the season, but it showed how quickly things just changed back, and we won this quarter final, which was nice because it was almost like the inverse of when they beat us in the League Cup a few years before where Potts yeah. rotated his whole team got the fans a bit angry even though Wenger did the same and it was two flowing bangers you can't really do yeah, much about I was, I was at that game yeah. it was, I, I regret going to that one really well just because <laughs> of the quality on show I think we scored but it was from some sort of own goal yeah um, Chadley might have been in the mix and something like that but um, I, yeah I loved that win at the Emirates because um, it gave us a really it gave us quite a few iconic moments, mm. especially from Delhi. You know the whole, yeah. the whole two nil thing. And, two nil. Thank um, God it stayed two nil. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was in the pub. It was, it was only like ten minutes left. But I was in the pub, just yeah. being like, "Oh my God!" I mean, that can that, go that, one or two ways. I'm actually, I'm hoping that we didn't score. I just wanted it to stay. <laughs> it's the same effect if we win three nil. Yeah, that's very true. That's so true. Um, but yeah, that was that was class and like um, the goalie score. We got we got like a I think that was one of the, maybe the first glimpses of like playmaker Kane as well. Yeah, yeah. The Off the bench, just... first pretty much first thing he does is, is that pass and the finish. Is, yeah, I thought I thought he sliced it. I thought that he'd properly <laughs> mishit it. But you yeah. look at it back, and it's just like I could not have been more perfectly placed. Yeah, really. I love how quickly they got moving in that in that with that goal as well. Because mm. I think it just goes from goalie to to Kane, and then Delhi's already on the move and. Yeah, this was towards the beginning of the kind of Gazaniga should start over the Reese movement, and it hasn't really gone well since. Just because he was a handsome man, that, yeah, that's I think, all it I think, was like four, I think he's like fourth choice at Fulham now. Yeah, I don't think he's quite kicked on from nope. that game at Liverpool. But, nope. you know, very handsome there. But, um, but the finish, the finish yeah. of just like, just so nonchalant, almost sort of like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> just. I think it was checking goal just yeah, went yeah. sailing easily past him um, and bedlam in the away end yeah 9,000 don't you don't usually get allowed to that even though it's like kind of in the cup rules yeah yeah it's a, it's a good little turn out that they're like you know what Spurs are going to win tonight let him have 
They're not good. Yeah, they didn't. Arsenal didn't defend like a team who wanted to win that game. Mm. To be fair, but that happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Should, oh. should we move on to last season's games? Yeah, let's, which one, yeah, which let's one do you want to start with? The bad one or the good one? <laughs> so we can do the bad one quickly. Yeah. Let's go over with. Okay, and maybe yeah. just sort of say that one of the nails in the coffin for yeah. Nuno. Yeah. You I can't mean, rock up to your arch rivals not playing with a midfield. <laughs> it's just not going to work. I will bang this drum forever. <laughs> probably the most depressing 30 minutes of my sporting life. Just like the manner of just. I don't think that Arsenal even that good that day. It was. No, it wasn't. Weren't. It was before they'd really found themselves. Like they'd beaten Norwich, like in that like really kind of tight one 0 I think they'd mm. beaten Burnley as well. But it's like those were two teams that went down. This was the real kind of kind of test of their strength. And I think we gone to this. We lost three 0 to Palace. We lost three 0 to Chelsea. But at least I remember the kind of the discourse coming away from the first half against Chelsea was there's a blueprint here. There's a yeah. vision. There's a way to play. And if we follow that, we'll be fine. And then. Arsenal away happens and I just don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, I think from... It was from one of the first few attacks of the game. I, I think I was in a bar watching it and you could just you could just sense that this this Tottenham team were just far too open and that just bad things were going to happen. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what, that, what did happen. You kind of um, get what you deserve sometimes. Yeah, I mean, what, what was the midfield three we were going for at that time? It was Hoiberg, who was basically <laughs> playing as a centre-back. And then yeah. Danny and, and Dombele who were playing us forward. God, it's like not even that long ago. And that's that's what Nuno was getting up to. No showing for the ball. No, no, there, there really wasn't. And that was sort of the 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 sort of depressing thing about that game is because you had nobody really showing for the ball, everyone wanting to play what's in front of them. Yeah. But then also no one really tracking back. Yeah. I think Danny was his I think his running stats are supposed to be really good. Yeah. Uh, I think they were, those yeah. sort of like first few games he played for us. Um, but yeah, that was that was not a good day out. No, and I had to have quite a few points to forget about. It, it was a lot of. It was basically just kind of seventy minutes of Arsenal fans saying Tottenham get bad everywhere they go. Yeah, which is tough when neither team were that good. Yeah, on the day. <laughs> no, we we got goal back. We probably should have pen as well. Yeah, yeah. I think Ramsdale made an incredible save mm. from it might have been Kane mm. as well, um, which is always good for the highlight reels and then. <laughs> But yeah, I, there's not too much we can take from that game, yeah. really. Because eventually, we got our revenge when we were the kind of the full version of ourselves from last season. Yes, when everything was on the line, we won the game. When it mattered. bloody mattered. When it mattered, which is um, about yeah, it's it's so easy to talk about that game just because it was so perfect and um, they had you know they had their big fill at the Emirates and mm. we got ours really, and in the end, we we were the ones who finished on top, which just makes it so much sweeter. Um, but I don't. Th- I don't know if Rob Holding's going to be playing on Saturday. Uh, could have done with that. We could have done with that, couldn't we? Um, because I they've mean, got, I they've got even, better centre backs. I can't even remember if he's. St- yeah, they do have better centre backs. Um, but I think it's going to be a fascinating game, isn't it? That one. But anyway, that that three nil one. And it's quite. It's easy to talk about now because, like when we were discussing it, uh, immediately after it was still with. Um, we didn't know who was going to get top four. So if, yeah. if Arsenal had got top four, then it wouldn't have really mattered. But because it was ultimately this swing of momentum, this kind of broke them, it kind of broke their mood. And I think when they went to St. James's Park, they were just kind of, it was, they didn't obviously go down to 10, but they shrunk in the big occasion again. They shrunk in the limelight and couldn't really handle it. Yeah, that was, that was it. They were against a pretty resurgent Newcastle team, I think, at the time, who were just 
much more physical in the middle of the park. Mm. They had like Joe Ellington and Bruno Guimaraes, who are just I can't remember. I can't really remember who was playing for Arsenal in midfield, but it wasn't anyone of you know physical note. I don't think because they got swept aside pretty easily. Um, but like, I, I think it's a bit of a different Arsenal these days. Not like I, I still don't know if they have a proper backbone because like they've played one game against United this season mm. and got banged out three one. So it's it's tough to get um, a two over the top. Other people might think differently. <laughs> <laughs> I think what well, came away from last season, and I think the like, I think obviously Arsenal had made improvements, mm-hmm. but I think there were, there were kind of the questions that I wanted to kind of see answered if they were really to push on and become kind of top four perennials again. Were can they start smashing teams rather than getting like one nil, two nil wins? Mm-hmm. Started to kind of do that. They certainly, have the potential was to do that just with Jesus alone. Mm-hmm. Um, can, do they have resilience? Can they come back from going behind? Have not really shown that this season, apart from the Fulham game. They yeah. went, behind, went behind United, got the goal, or on top for a bit, but got done in by that. And I think that was largely Arteta's fault because of the stubs he made. He just mm. threw caution to the wind and was like, I need to go gung ho with 20 minutes to go. And it's just like, okay, mate, you're still in this game, you're a better team for the most part, and you just ruined it a bit. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, big, big games as well, particularly the away ones, mm. because. Still not an amazing record. Like I remember, do you remember when they were, they got beat four 0 by Liverpool last season in the little pieces going around? It was like, yeah. Oh, this one felt different. It's like no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I'm still watching just, you games. Just, just, different, just different players. That's the difference. Still the same kind of naivety. Maybe you're not chucking the ball in your net this time, but <laughs> maybe that's even worse because you're you're not even making the defensive errors for them to score. So, whatever. Yeah, maybe you um, don't start screaming. We've got our Arsenal yeah, back just yeah. yet. And then the two we'll other see. ones were squad depth and playing more than once a week, which are kind of tied in. And we haven't really seen that yet because um, the, they did it once against I think it was Villa and then United. Yes, I think. Which so. obviously they lost, they lost against United, but also so they didn't they didn't do it after the Europa League games because. One got postponed, and the Premier League game after the first one got postponed because of um, the Queen's death. So, still yet to see answers on that, and I think we'll know more about Arsenal going to the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. Um, I don't have much to add on Arsenal, really, to be honest. Don't care. I'm slagging off enough. <laughs> don't, care. don't care. Spurs pod. <laughs> Spurs pod. Spurs pod. So, let's, let's talk about Spurs then. Don't let's would you is this now, is now the time to go with the Kuluzewski wing back thing because I've seen it float around a bit more I don't but I don't want to I personally feel like I don't want to lean on that kind of 20 minute spell yeah. on the like 40 up against Leicester um, to go into a North London derby yeah no, to, to be to be honest I think I think Arsenal are going to have a lot of the ball oh yeah yeah let's yeah, not that, that's just how it's going to go that's and I think we want to that yeah that's how because Spurs know that's how they'll most likely be able to pick them off and score goals themselves so um, I'm not sure how wise it would be to play Kuliseski as a right wing back for the whole game mm. if we're not going to have that much of the ball yeah. and I do think um, Emerson is actually quite good defensively this for game all the, yeah for all the <laughs> for all the crosses he sent into Rosette um, down the right hand side I do think he could if it is if it is Martinelli who's playing on the left or whoever it is, I think he'll he'll be able to shackle them well enough. Um, so I mean, I don't think you could play Kulu out wide. I'm just mm. testing him out there yeah. from the start in a North London derby. I like the idea. That would Not be like way. Son yeah. playing wing back in an FA Cup semi final. Yeah. Just um, <laughs> oh well, no, that would go. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. No idea. 
But um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you are. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm going to be watching it around with some, with, with some pals, so I'm going to try to enjoy it. Um, and I think there's a there's a decent chance of them going there to win, but it's just home advantage is so massive in the North London derby. Yeah, what was it? For some, when was the last away win in this derby for either team in the Premier League? Was it, I was think, it, was it 2014? I think it's 2014, Shelled. that Riziki yeah. goal in like the first minute. That's how rare these kind of away Exactly. Always, always good games. Really good for the visitors, though. Yeah, because they don't <laughs> they don't seem to have the cojones on either side mm. to go to the other stadium and win. But hopefully that comes to an Just end on Saturday. Arsenal's getting revved up for it. Yeah, and I think I think Arthur to Conte is a decent matchup for Spurs as well. I'm looking forward to kind of the press conference nonsense and the lead up to it. I know there's going to be some. There was a bit of niggle. There was um, between them. And I think Conte would have gone harder if Spurs were ahead of Arsenal on the table. Yeah, at the time because he did kind of go off on one about what was it we can complain all we want about it but ultimately he, was like, he used to kind of grow up basically focus on your team I think it was fixture congestion mm. and then Conte said some stuff about that yeah. a few weeks yeah, ago which yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. took away our high ground a bit annoyingly <laughs> but oh well I feel like I'm coised out I feel like I am. My, my curry is weighing me down unfortunately really? Really? yeah How's your burger going down? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I had to wait a long time for it. I was really hungry. And now I'm really full. You did, yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty harsh. Yeah. And again, if you go and order meat, that's that can happen. Don't get on your moral No, I'm not getting on my moral high ground, ground but like six or seven of you went to the same place and ordered a yeah. burger and you were Which like point? <laughs> you were like, Where's my food? Yeah. <laughs> They've got to cook it to order, Sean. That's not true. No, oh, no, man. I could, I could do it myself, I'll go back there. <laughs> I'm not a cook. We'll see how Definitely. that goes. Definitely. <laughs> we'll leak that with you then. Next week. Cool. Yeah, I'll let you know. From the hospital. <laughs> okay. Okay, I think we're done. Yeah. I'm getting hot in this room as well. It's so hot. Yeah, it's so hot. Okay. So okay, cool. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, please subscribe if you haven't already and leave a uh, review. It really helps us a lot. And we'll see you on the other side of the derby. Tuesday night. You play Thursday because you're... Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.